Okay, guys, listen up. Seltzer is all the rage these days, and now there's even hard seltzer. Speaking of which, have you tried Bud Light Seltzer? so good. It's seltzer with a hint of fruit flavor. And get this, it's only 100 calories, two grams of carbs, and less than one gram of sugar. Plus, it's gluten-free. It's perfect for when my friends are bugging me to have a drink with them, and I don't want hard alcohol. I can just have my Bud Light seltzer. Thank you very much. I'm obsessed with the black cherry, but it also comes in strawberry, lemon lime, and mango. I mean, make that sound better. I bet you want to try them all right now, right? This is making me extremely thirsty. Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. This show today is our holiday show. This is the beginning of our holiday show. The holiday show. And okay. we're gonna do we're gonna do Secret Santa later, mm-hmm. as we always do with every holiday show. Yes, we do. But what's really cool is to start the show is we have your mom. Yes, Doctor Mom. Doctor Mom, who has a special <laughs> segment for the holiday. So, Mom, hello. Hi, sweetie. So, uh, Mom, Hi, Mom, Andy is here in the studio today because we uh, we're gonna jump into a New Year's show after this. So, just so you know, you got Andy as well. Jake is here. Autumn is here, trying to ignore me per usual, <laughs> and. Uh, today, Mom, why don't you tell us what we're going to be talking about? Well, gosh, now I'm a little intimidated because, well, yes, it is the holiday show. What I'm going to be addressing today is unfortunately something that a lot of people go through at the holidays, which is the holiday blues. Mm, yeah. And, you know, I mean, everybody knows the holiday season can be an especially difficult time for some people especially those who are already sad or depressed or struggling. So I want to talk about sort of how to cope with those things, kind of the do's and don'ts, the healthy and the unhealthy strategies that one can keep in mind if indeed you're one of those people right now. Well, I am not one of those people. I know. Because... I'm so excited about my secret Santa later on in the show <laughs> that I, I mean, the joy and the elation, I've waited all year. Oh, so I'm, today I'm I am too. not, but I'm going to let you, I understand that many feel this way and I have been there before. So mom, yes. if we are feeling down and in the dumps and we have the blues, what should we do? Well, okay. First of all, let me sort of, uh, um, take this seriously introduce- now. I should take this serious because this is serious. What should we do, mom? You'll get serious as I get into it. Well, uh, first of all, let me outline sort of the the most common culprits. In other words, what's usually underneath holiday sadness. I mean, there are general reasons like uh, somebody can be in the midst of a current stressful situation over the holidays, financial, divorce, family illness. Sometimes uh, at the holidays, they bring back old memories of painful childhood holidays or Sometimes it's a combination of both past sad memories and present stressful situations. So it's kind of like the past and the present kind of blend together in this anxious sort of soup. Right. So having said that, there are I'm going to list today five most common culprits of the holiday blues. Okay. I'm going to list the five and then I'm going to go into uh, the do's and don'ts of each one. So the first one is financial stress. Yeah. Which is especially painful when one has children and limited resources. Oh, right, of course, because you can't you can't provide for your family the way you'd like to. Exactly. Oh God, right, and that must trigger all kinds of feelings of insecurity. Of course. Yeah. Sure, and sadness. The second one is a big one. It's loneliness. Yep. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Janice, do you feel that way? Um, I have to admit, I I do have a sense. Um, since my mom, my mom's been gone for four years now, and Christmas uh, and the holidays have just never been. There is a, a an innate sadness and loneliness because I yeah. miss her, I miss her terribly, you know. So yeah. for sure, I feel that. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. The third one is dysfunctional families, uh, dysfunctional dynamics in families, and we'll get into that. Uncle Larry. You know, Uncle, Uncle Larry. Uncle Larry. Oh, Everybody's got an Uncle Larry. Later, I, I give sort of a, a pretend uncle, and it's called, I think what do I call Uncle John. There's all, and it's because there is always somebody in the family 
who, you know, or even more in the family that cause all kinds of conflict. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The fourth oh, my one, God. I was just thinking back, Mom. Do you remember this? There was. My what? mom does not want me to inter- interrupt the show with personal anecdotes, but I couldn't help this one. No, I, I, you can't. It's just I can't be your therapist. Uh, oh, <laughs> you, you can't? No. No <laughs> free therapy mom. for me. Okay, the fourth one is substance abuse, uh, because especially at the holidays, the stress can cause people, especially people in recovery, to relapse. Janice, or are you going to relapse? Already, uh, who are already dealing with substance abuse. And the last one is that there is this social pressure that you have to feel happy and joyful. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, there is. Absolutely. And there are lots of reasons why people don't necessarily feel that way. Anyway, so we'll get into that. So let's start, though, with financial stress. Okay. okay? Yes. We're going to start with the the do's and the don'ts. We'll start with the don't. Don't overspend. Because the temptation to overspend is... Uh, just slippery slope. You know, you sort of say, I'm just going to do this for my kids, or I'm just going to do that for my friends. And then before you know it, you're sort of sliding into overspending. And it so isn't worth it. It will catch up with you. You will end up worse for it. So, you know, with your kids, while they may feel disappointed at not getting that toy that they've been coveting, trust me, they would much prefer to be around a happier, less stressed out parent. So funny you say this, Mom. I was just having this conversation with my shrink, and I was like, and I actually, this is going to sound so obnoxious, and I really don't mean it this way, but I was like, you know, I kind of hate the holidays. And he was like, really, why? And I was like, because I'm sitting here on my computer trying to buy things for my family that don't really need anything. It's going to be stuff yeah. that clutters up the house. It makes a huge mess. And then I get to sit and look at the ring, the watch, the car, mm-hmm. the motorcycle that doesn't get used, that cost a fortune, yes. that my kids yes. leave out in the rain to get destroyed. It makes me resentful. I absolutely hate it. I hate it. I'm like, they have yes. everything they need. I was like, you know, we... We, we adopt a family now, and that makes me happy because we have the ability to give something to people who need it. But I was like, I just hate it. And the reason I bring it up is because he goes, I think you need to stop. Stop. <laughs> He's like, if you feel this way, you sh- you shouldn't. He's like, why don't you write exactly. Heidi a poem? And I was like, are you kidding? And he's like, no, write her a poem. And I swear to God, I've begun. And it's like, you exactly. know, it's going to be exactly. awesome. It's going to be awesome. I'm making up a song for Lou Ball. That I'm going to sing Perfect. to her every night when I put her to sleep. And no, we involves... know you're good at songs. The yes. poem, I'm, I'm, I can hardly wait for the poem. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah. oh my God. It, it starts out and it's like, it's time for bed. We got to rest your head. We got to. And that's how it goes. <laughs> I'm right. I'm serious. Because I was like, I am not going to go through it. And you've seen me, Mom. You've seen me. She's watched me like storm out of the house because I'm like, I can't deal with this. It's like, it, it, for all the, all, the wrong, all the opposite reasons where I'm like, why I are know. we doing this? This okay, becomes so about money, and it's yes. like, so it wait. is sick. Okay, okay, so let's let's talk about what, because that's exactly what I'm talking about, Jillian. People lose the whole point of Christmas. Yes! So let's talk about the things you can do okay. rather than spend money you don't have or do what you're doing. What you can give your kids, your friends, your spouse, your family is quality time, mm. truly quality yeah. time. Yep. So let's say you're going to spend Christmas or Hanukkah, you know, with your kids, you're going to give them lots of love and attention. And there are so many things you can do that cost very little or nothing at all. For instance, if you want, you can, you and your family and your kids can join a local caroling group. Um, or you can plan a special fun-filled Christmas or Hanukkah day. For instance, Think about your kids, Jillian, yeah. especially Lou, because she's older. You can take them to a children's matinee, or there are some fabulous kids' parks around. And you know how much fun they have at those. Oh, they, they love they it. They prefer that. Yeah, that's so true. Then go home, fake something with your kids. Play games together. How much fun is that? They love that. So, I mean, that's a fabulous day with your kids. And another thing you can do, which I think is, and I know you will agree with me here, Jillian, because you've done it, so meaningful is you really teach your kids the spirit of giving. You visit the elderly, yeah, or you help out a soup kitchen. yeah. In other words, you really get into what's important, which is the spirit of Christmas. Not, not at, uh, you know, without 
also paying a lot of attention to them and having that special time with them. But this is in addition to. I think and, it gives kids a sense of self-worth. Yes. It's interesting to start to watch how it's affected her. As she's gotten older and started to comprehend it, she'll be like, like, when we did this, huh, Mom? That was a good yes. thing. Yes. It's It's boosted her confidence her yes. sense of worth, it's, it's, and, and she feels empowered when she does it. It's very interesting. I'll bet if you went to a, a nursing home and you planned it ahead of time and you took one kid and maybe Heidi takes one somewhere, you take, that to visit the elderly, I'll yeah. bet they would love that. They do. And it'd be still good for the kids. Yeah. The kids come into my so. dad's facility all the time. So they, the people, they love it. They just It's like the best day. That's so They bring their little handmade cards, and they just... The old people just love it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll have to try that. Get on that, Autumn. Okay. All right. So get on that, Autumn. <laughs> She's already. I've, we have been. You have no idea. She's been trying to get me a shift at Meals for Wheels for what a year now, and there's no. There's like no openings for me. Anyway, go on, Mom. Okay. So the last one in terms of financial stress is you do get creative. There are so many ways to give gifts without spending. You can make things, you can bake things, or you can shop outlet sales, garage sales, flea markets, and get some great things for not a lot of money, and it's fun to do. Yeah. Also, you can go online and just Google handmade Christmas gifts, and I'm telling you, you don't have to be crafty. You can find so many great ideas. So there are some ideas for Love it. Of, I love it. Do's and don'ts. Okay. Now we're going to get into loneliness. Janice, you need to pay attention here. You need oh, to pay attention Janice. here. Yeah. Okay. You need okay, to pay Janice, attention here, Janice. Are you listening? Janice, what you don't want to do, a don't isolate. Yeah, mm, which is well, your problem, isn't it? Yeah, but I love to isolate. It's fantastic. But you see, okay, wait a minute. It's one thing if you truly need downtime and, and you find it uh, really um, soothing. It's another thing if you're just spiraling because loneliness... Mm can be brutal, and loneliness feeds on itself. Yeah, absolutely Lone- does. Yeah, that's very true. Very true. It's loneliness- a vicious cycle, though, because yeah. you feel depressed and you want to withdraw. Yep. And then, you know, and then it, it becomes like the more you withdraw, the more lonely you feel, and so exactly. on. Exactly. So loneliness just breeds more loneliness. Janice. So, Janice, are you listening? Yes. Yes, I am. Okay. So, really. Does a date. Uh- it doesn't do anything, Mom. I invited Pardon it me? to thanks. No, I'm just saying it. It doesn't. Oh. It doesn't. My mom, who me? No, I'm talking about Janice. No, it I doesn't. Didn't hear doesn't what you come said. to parties that it's been invited to. It. It doesn't. Oh. Uh, doesn't do much of anything. When it gets brought on the road, I think. Uh, Janice, do you ever do you ever resist the temptation to withdraw and sort of push yourself and then have a good time? No. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because okay. I've. Uh, yeah. Because I just don't. I just don't. If if I'm uncomfortable, you're a liar. No, no, no. <laughs> Come on, it's not true. She gets home from tour and then she's like, "Oh, I I went through a little period of loneliness after she was around other humans." Right, but but that when that's over, I'm quite. I, it's it's neat to to visit it, but I like to I like to be back to my my time. I just I, I'm happy. I'm happy. It makes me happy. That's different. That's different. Okay. In other words, if it makes you happy, that's fine. But if you get more lonely and more depressed, that's a problem. Yeah. So some people, I find uh, many patients that I've worked with, it's they get into this place where they do get into that sort of funk. And I'm not minimizing the feelings. I'm not suggesting one can just get rid of them. But sometimes they find that loneliness can really be soothed if they just sort of push themselves to have contact with others, yeah. even if just for a few yeah. hours. Mm-hmm. That's, so, oh God, that that is so true. I I've been through some harder periods where I was feeling like, especially this past this past calendar uh, year, like to date, there were a couple times where I was like, I just can't deal with it. I, there was one time where I was like, I have just, I can't deal with this. And Andy mm-hmm. Heidi was out of town, and he was like, I'm coming over. It was that NBC bull oh. bull crap, and I was like, I just. I feel like I'm going to kill someone or I'm going to kill myself. And Heidi was away at a wedding. I was like, I am not going. I am staying home. And it was a little over a year ago to date because I was like, it all began with that. And that bull, that, oh, so much. And I was on the phone and Andy was like, I'm I'm coming over. I was like, no, please don't come over. And she's like, I'm, the car's turned around. I'm coming over. And I was like, no, no, I'm, I can't, dude. I'm, and I felt so much better. 
so yes. much better. But she turned around and came over? Yeah. Yes. And I felt so much better That's after that. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Is that, I mean, and for me, I know different times where I'm so tired and it's like, I don't have anything to wear. and I, uh, I don't want to make conversation. Myself, yeah. Yes. Then yeah. I push myself and I have a great time and I feel so much more energized and, and happier. So keep that in mind. And the other one is basically it's linked to not isolating, which is do, don't isolate, but do try to reach out yeah. to connect with others because connection is the antidote to loneliness, even if it's just in, you know, that particular hour or moment, call your friends, try to accept social invitations. If you truly are alone, and keep in mind, that's different from loneliness. There are lots, like perhaps you just recently moved, but there are so many community groups and activities around. The possibilities are endless. And now we have our computer, or even if you don't have a computer, you can go to your local library and use their computer. So you can research volunteering opportunities. There are tons of community and church or synagogue activities. Any one of Those are great of, suggestions. They really are. Yeah. They put you around like-minded people. And again, yes. they make you feel good. They make you feel grateful. And again, giving makes you feel really empowered. Exactly. There is one other uh, possibility, and it depends on the person. But there are also, there's untold online social networking sites. Now, let me first give a caveat. I'm not talking about the dating sites. If you're feeling lonely and vulnerable, this is not the time to start dating. Okay. But, and you have to use... No Tinder sense. for many. No Tinder. <laughs> okay, got it, got it, got it. Okay, you have to use common sense. But, you know, and if you do, like there are all these meetup groups. I mean, there are hundreds of different ones. Wine meetup groups, theater meetup groups. So a meetup group that you've sort of interacted with a bit online and it's, it has common interests and you're in a public place. You'd be surprised. I've had people who have used those and have really met some good friends. Oh, so. God, no. Just off of my website over the years, there are people that are like lifelong yeah. friends that met up on message boards. It's awesome. Exactly. Yeah, completely. Completely. Yeah. So, no, it's because you're, again, you're putting yourself in an environment with people who are like-minded. They're looking for company. They share similar interests and hobbies. It's it's awesome. It's an awesome thing to do. And I, I think there's a huge stigma around internet everything, internet dating, internet. But yeah. it's it's everyone I know who's, get, who's gotten married in the last 10 years That's has right. met on the internet. Like, a lot of people meet their close friends on the internet. It's called technology. Right. I don't yes, know where the stigma comes from. It's yeah. like... Don't fool yourself, folks. We have transitioned. We are now in the technology age. And this is the future of how people will frequently um, interact with one another, network with one another. It's it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's the way we do things now. It's it's the lifestyle of the future. Okay. So I'm going to talk about another don't which is something that frequently happens if somebody's lonely, don't give in to negative self-talk and beliefs because they often accompany loneliness. And I know this can be easier said than done, but it's important to try to resist falling into, because it's also a spiral of self-negation. And there are lots of reasons why one may find oneself alone at a holiday. Again, some may be external, like a recent move or divorce, but some may be internal, like social anxiety or low self-esteem yeah. or levels of depression. So the two most common things I hear from patients in these circumstances, these false beliefs, is that they're pathetic oh. or they're unworthy. That's how they start to feel. So That's I so would like to sad. say to everyone out there who may feel that way, right now that I absolutely, positively guarantee that while you may feel that way, you absolutely are not. Because these beliefs are just that. They are beliefs. They are not facts. Yeah. But they fester when one is feeling lonely or depressed. So if you feel this way, it's due to circumstances you've endured not about who you are, 
It's about circumstances you've endured and don't yet understand or haven't resolved. It's not so, a reality, though. No, exactly. So, it, you know, it may be that, unfortunately, you grew up in a family where there was lots of criticism. So you grew up with really, you, you now you've constantly criticized yourself. That's not about who you are. It's about what you've developed due mm. to what you've endured. Yep. Autumn, so, is this why you continue uh, to work with me? To repeat the pattern of abuse? Yeah. I said yes. Well, yeah. at least we've gotten some answers And she's happy today. about that, too. Well, mm-hmm. it helps her. Mm-hmm. It helps her work out her unresolved issues. So, these beliefs are something, they're not something to punish yourself with. Right, They're something that need to be eventually explored, understood, worked on, and improved. Okay. So, if you begin to hear that internal voice telling you that you're alone because you're pathetic or not valuable, do some thought-stopping. Immediately Oh, I love it. that. Yeah, some thought-stopping. That's brilliant. Yep. I've never heard it and said the, like that. Oh, yeah. One of the ways you do this is you immediately distract yourself. First, you notice what you're doing, and as soon as you notice it, you have to stop it. You turn on some upbeat music, or you get into a great book, or go through magazines, you watch funny TV, or you clean out your closet, which brings me to another do. Do accomplish something, no matter how small. This right. is really, it's a healthy and it's an underutilized feel-good coping tool that you can use when you're feeling lonely or down. Choose a doable task that you've been wanting to get around to, like organizing your books or your CDs, or even just cleaning out your junk or makeup drawer. Oh. But it really is amazing how much better a lot of people usually feel afterwards. Yeah. Oh, I know I do. Okay. Two other things. Utilize self-care, yoga, meditation, bubble bath, that kind of thing. And don't forget to exercise and eat healthfully. Okay? That doesn't mean you can't have a reasonable treat. Right. But, you know, as Jillian so well knows, (laughs) if you treat your mind and body well and with respect, you'll feel better. Oh my oh. gosh. So it's so, yeah, yeah it, it, cause there's a difference between balancing out indulgences and, and, uh, absolutely letting yourself go. We all know that when you let yourself go, you've, you've thrown in the towel. That's not a treat. That's, that's giving up. Right. There's a right. huge difference. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you, Joni. That's, that's, that's a well-made point. Okay. Family dysfunction. Conflicted and strained relationships with one's relatives is often at the heart of the holiday blues. I mean, going home for the holidays or attending the family dinner can be a dreaded event, and it can be one that provokes a lot of anxiety for some people. In fact, it's been my experience with some of my patients that going home for the holidays and being surrounded by their family can turn out to be the loneliest experience of all because if you feel disconnected, it's from people that worst. love. Yeah, yes. that's the worst. the worst. I, you know, when you were talking right. about loneliness earlier, I was thinking, God, sometimes you're around people and you feel the most lonely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's and that is the worst feeling. That I hate yes. that one the most. So if you have a, a parent who treat you like a child or make critical or demeaning remarks or saying, uh, sort of going back to what Janice was saying, an, an alcoholic Uncle John who yeah. without fail gets drunk every year and creates dramatic and obnoxious scenes, or maybe you have relationships with your siblings or cousins that's strained because it's fraught with jealousy or competition. Listen, these are realities of families. You know, it is not the Brady Bunch, folks. So obviously there are more functional families and less functional families, but depending on yours, I think you sort of need to kind of have reasonable expectations and plan for it. So, okay, there are no fast or easy fixes here. We know that. While you can't control the behavior of others, you can learn to manage your own responses and reactions, and you can learn strategies for navigating these get-togethers. So do make sure you have realistic expectations and plan for them. For instance, if you know the usual scenarios that things begin to break down and degenerate after dinner, then leave right after dinner. Right. If it's like, I always tell people if it's, you know, you engage in a conversation about uh, a business you want to open or a dream you have, or, and they go, oh, you're so silly. You're so exactly. Don't share it with them. 
Yes. Or they'll exactly. Or they'll say, "Oh, you always." Yeah. And you have to that, and that's one of the things you don't want to do too. Don't go into denial or develop a fantasy that this time will be different. Learn from your experience, and like Jillian says, if you know you're going to get a certain reaction, don't share something. Don't. Yeah. It's like it's insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. And at that point, that's when I kind of think you can hold yourself responsible because you've thrown yourself in front of a train. Exactly. Exactly. It's a setup. Yeah. And you set yourself up. So do remember to bring your boundaries with you. And obviously (laughs) we don't have time to explain boundaries or how to set them. That's a whole other show. Okay. But if you're not familiar with the concept, you can go on to Amazon.com or your local library, search for self-help books on boundaries, or you can just Google setting boundaries in relationships, and you'll find a wealth of free information online. Bringing your boundaries with you is critical. Okay, let's go move on quickly into substance I tell myself every time I know that I have a podcast with Janice Mom that I have to pack my boundaries. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. What about everybody else sitting there, Jillian? No, like no. Janice and Autumn and Jay. No, and just Anne. just Janice. I say okay, Janice is going to be there. I'm going right. to put my boundaries boundaries, boundaries in my backpack yeah. today, yeah. and then okay. I put them on before I walk in the door. Yeah. Oh, brother! Oh, <laughs> brother! Okay. Come on. So when it comes to substance abuse, the message is just don't. Ugh. If you're experiencing holiday stress or sadness. You're going to be more vulnerable to abusing substances like food, alcohol, drugs. You're going to use them to anesthetize and soothe yourself, particularly if you're in recovery and particularly if you're in early recovery. So stay safe by staying away from places where alcohol and drugs will be present. And for those of you who struggle with eating disorders, you know the vicious cycle. Think ahead. And as Julian, you know, has really taught me, if you stock your home with delicious, healthy food, and you keep the junk food out, you can't eat what's not available. So I didn't teach you that. Yes, you did. You know that already. Oh, Jillian, come on. We're talking like 10 years ago. Oh. You, would go through, you would go through my house. She'd, go through my, she'd come over. The first thing she'd do, go into my pantry, go into my refrigerator, and start tossing things. Yeah, but I was tossing. The interesting thing is what I was tossing were chemicals. Like yes, I, would, exactly. I would toss things like sweet and low and Splenda because she just yes. didn't know. Yeah. She that's didn't true. know. Yeah, was, I wasn't tossing cake. I was like, Mom, this no, is fake. True. You know, this is fake cat fat. This is fake color. I would toss that stuff. But anyway, well, go on. If, okay. If, so if, you want to? No. Go ahead, Janet. I was just gonna. I was just gonna interject just quickly about the yeah. in the substance and the dysfunctional in the recovery community is one thing that uh, that I learned in in early recovery is um, always have your number. Like always have your sponsor's number or your exactly. sobriety sister, you know, like someone that you can call yeah. and just say, hey. So if you start to find yourself in the family situation where you're starting to spin, you have that call. You call them right away and they can talk you. They can talk you through and, and have a way. And what you said about leaving is have a way that you can get away. If you need to get away, make sure yeah. you didn't take yeah. a, a, or get a ride there with, with you know, Stay with grandma. House. So yeah. have a way out. Take and your own car. Take your own car. Exactly. Take your own right. car so you can go or have someone just say, hey, I need to get out of here. Come and get me. So have someone exactly. in your back pocket. And yeah. And that's the last thing I was going to say okay. about substance abuse is that you have to fight for your health by utilizing your support system, mm-hmm. whether it's the 12-step groups, your sponsor, friends, therapists, so, and also remembering these other do's and don'ts that we've talked about. So, yeah, that's great, Janice. You really, I think... Way to jump the gun there, Janice. Way to, no, way no, to no. spoil it. No, what I, didn't say, what I didn't think of or say is what Janice said, have the number with you. Okay. That's Janice, great. don't call me though because I'll be busy with all my family and friends. No, I oh. <laughs> take you off. I'll take you off my number one. Then. Please do. Okay. Please, thank you. All right, we're we're, we're getting back now to the last one, which is social pressure. As we know, there's a lot of pressure to feel happy and joyful, as if you can magically induce yourself to reflect the values of the season, despite the fact that there may be very good reasons why you don't feel that way. And the paradox is, it's often that very pressure to feel a certain way that exacerbates depression or causes one to feel worse because then the person does start to think that there's something wrong with them for not feeling the way they think they should. Mm. So you can't stop others from imposing their expectations on you, but you can work on managing your own. So while you don't want to rain on someone else's parade, if the season doesn't feel like a celebration to you, 
that's okay. Okay, if you have a desire to try to pull out of the holiday blues, then you can try using some of these do's and don'ts that we've talked about. But what's important is that your efforts don't stem from pressure from others because Mm. that's going to cause resentment and a stronger retreat. Yeah, it is. That's right. Okay, so the message here is (laughs) you can't force your feelings away. It doesn't work. What does work is loving support and understanding from others and from yourself because understanding and accepting your feelings with compassion is the first step to improving them. You know, I often say, Jillian, I think I've said it to you, that I know these things are easier said than done, but my perspective is that life is a process. It's not a goal. So we're either going to choose to stay engaged in the struggle of ongoing personal growth, takes hard work and effort, and it's a choice that we're going to have to make over and over throughout our lives because you're going to have to pick your pain. I mean, there's... There's no such thing as a life without pain. No, there's not. It's but the but I, well, this is another That's segment. I think the funny thing is, like lately, uh, when I, I've been promoting the tour, the speaking tour, and the big thing nowadays apparently is like happiness experts. And so in London, they wanted to fit me into a series about happiness to promote the Maximize Your Life show. And I was like, well, hold on. I was like, I think we first need to define happiness from a realistic perspective. And happiness is not, you know, you're going to whistle zippity-doo-dah and, you know, birdies and butterflies are going to fly around you and you're never going to have a bad day again. No, happiness. Yeah, I was like, that's not real. I was like, life is filled with tragedy. It's about, to me, meaning and purpose and passion. That's as happy as you're ever going to get. Exactly. And I think that's, that's really the key is is being able to explain to people that you're not exactly there's no life without pain. You, you, no, so yeah. you're either going to choose the pain that leads to integrity and self-esteem and meaning in your life, or you're going to choose the pain of denial and numbing that comes from staying stuck in old pain and resentment. And believe me, that's going to inevitably lead to, to more despair, pain. especially despair in your old age. You don't want to do that. All right, Finny, Mom. Yeah. That was superb. I well, I miss you guys. I can't wait to see you, Jill. I'm going to see you tonight. I'm going to see my mom this evening when I dump her with my children. <laughs> I'll be like this. I love you so good to see you. Yeah. Here are the kids. Bye-bye. Mom, no. love you. Thank All you so much. Thank you, too. Happy holidays to everybody. Uh, okay. For anybody that is looking for – well, I just – I always give out. If, you, if yep. you're looking for more advice or uh, – Mom, are you okay if I give – I always give out expert contact information. I know you said it's okay, but – are you okay yeah, if, if I give it? Uh, okay, so if you um, if you need more advice or you want more help or you're looking for a therapist, uh, my mom can help you find one, refer you. If you're in L.A., exactly. she might be able to help us see you. Uh, her number or even if, they, if they're in another state, I can't see them, but I can research referrals for them. Yeah, Perfect. there you go. Perfect. And her number is yeah. 310-207-0079. Mom, that was awesome. Thank you so much. Love you. Love you, too. Bye. Wow. What I was thinking, we were going from a a very um, mature, uh, thought-provoking segment, and now we're going to do Secret Santa next. Hmm. So, um, mine are great. We just yes, I know. I mine know are great. Well, there's a, a plethora of gifts on the counter, and but we just to warn you, sometimes in the past the Secret Santa segments have gotten a little, uh, maybe sometimes on the uh, looser language side so if you are listening with children we would suggest oh yeah no kids no kids for this uh, for the secret santa coming up D- just let's eat i'm starving i'm starving too okay enough eat. out of the talk okay yeah, stop okay. all right well we'll be right back We were in the middle of eating lunch, and it's Secret Santa Day today, mm-hmm. but we started talking about Secret Santa, and I was like, nope, nobody speak. Yeah. You just stop. About, you told us all. Be qu- everybody just be quiet. Yes, until we are recording again. So I sent Jake out to turn the mics back on, mm-hmm. because Janice started talking about how her Secret Santa sucks already. No, I was fe- I'm looking at all the Secret Santa presents. So we're chewing, by the and way, I'm again. And I'm feeling... 
like your socks. Not no, a shock. I'm feeling a bit intimidated now that because we had a nine ninety nine or a ten dollar limit, and I'm no. Feeling, yes, you said ten dollars, Jillian. I haven't spoken about it in ages, and that's the floor, you cheapskate. No, you didn't say that's the floor. It's always been the floor. Well, now I'm feeling. I just feel insecure, as My always. My friend Andy's here today, and the thing is, I had two secret Santas that were so good, I didn't know which one to choose, so I just roped Andy in so we could pretend like she brought one. Oh, we're pretending Andy brought one. Yeah. <laughs> we're pretending I'm here, too, but... Oh, yeah, we're pretending mm-hmm. you're here, because you're on next week. Yeah, Andy's on next week. Andy's on next which week. Which we recorded right before this. <laughs> um... Okay, yeah. how are we choosing who goes first? Okay, so I got it. are we Rochambeauing or straws? What are we doing? Okay. We're picking numbers. So we have numbers. presents. What we have here on our counter is there's a, a roundy one. Yeah. A roundy one with something attached to it. It looks kind of bookish looking. Then we got one in a nice pink bag, gift bag. We got and two wrapped nicely. Then we got one mine. It's Magoo. wrapped like crap. Oh. I got two numbers. I, I got to go pee. Andy got two numbers. What happened? They were stuck together. Oh, all right. Okay. I'm number one. I'm number three. I'm number two. Oh. Four. Five. Okay, so you're number one. Well, I have to say that everyone's looks like crap except except the ones I brought. So I guess I'm number one. You can't pick yours. Clearly. Oh, God. I would pick Autumn's, but that could be anticlimax. She says no. Pick right. the one with the crappy wrapping. This horrible one. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Now, are we gonna open them all at one at a time? Yes. Yeah. No. Okay. No. 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 Let's pick our. Let's pick them first. You're right, Janice. Then okay. we'll open. Them. All right. Oh no, I'm number three. Hang on, I've jumped the gun. Oh, I'm number two. So I pick. I pick one. Polka dot. Don't or? pick the one that you apparently brought. No, you can pick the one you <laughs> oh, apparently brought because she doesn't know. <laughs> oh, what's she doesn't in know there. what it is. Yeah. Then I'm gonna open my own gift. Oh. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. I'm number three. I don't know who brought what. I brought the pink bag. Doesn't matter. You know what's so funny? Doesn't it's, matter. Don't remember, judge. Remember Jake regifted last year, so no one's going to pick Jake's. So I will pick it because... No! I'll have you know that I'm making up for it this year. I really tried and I really thought about it this remember year. Remember when Jake re-gifted, right. re-gifted last year and we all got mad at him? I don't him? remember who... There must have been a fill-in that was... I don't remember that. I well, Autumn can't pick I hers. I feel like... I feel like you... Should, all right, go ahead. Well, which one? I feel like you should just pick whichever one your heart is into. You want. You know yeah. None of those are yours. Okay. Oh, all right. The selections have been made. Okay. Now what happens? Now what happens? Now, do we all open the same time? We did all open at the same time and then took turns announcing. Or should we take turns opening? You're number one. All right, so I'm number one. Mine is wrapped in a white piece of computer paper with green grass drawn with a green marker and red flowers. It looks like my four-year-old designed this paper. Oh no. Oh no. This, this sucks, man. It's a it's a walking dead phone case, but I don't even have this phone. I thought you had that phone. No. What's wrong with it? It's cool. I thought that was the This is an old person's phone. That's the iPhone 5. I have the iPhone. Set. I hate mine. Oh. I hate it. I didn't I'm know. gonna be my son for just one second. Ah! All right, take. I'll take it. You take this one then. No, no, no. My turn. Take. Yay! Go, Andy. I have one that's squared. Says "Merry Christmas." It's well wrapped. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then another is in a tube, like a really big mince. There's nothing but wrong not. with that iPhone case. Wait. No. With the walking oh, death. Oh, amazing. Sexual fitness, the ultimate guide to pump while you hump, tone while you bone, yes. and shred in the bed. Right. That's a good one, Janice. Tone while you bone? Yeah. It's good. <laughs> I know. That's You're welcome. terrible. Happy freaking holidays. Wait, I want to see the accompaniment. I don't want to see the accompaniment. They don't necessarily go together. Oh, I thought they tone No, they don't bone. necessarily go together. This is a good book. That's terrible. Yeah. Tone when you bone. <gasps> yeah. Do you know it's what it a is? go girl. It's to pee standing yes. up. You put it over your cash and prizes and yes. you can yes. You can pee any place, you anytime, can pee anywhere. Any place, anytime, anywhere. Standing, what are you talking about? Hiking in the woods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In third world countries. Yes. You don't want to sit on the potty. Yes. Mm-hmm. Camping, boarding, traveling, 
festivals, sports. Festivals. And I'm going to add one, pregnancy. Yeah. Because when you got to go, you, you gotta have go. to go. And I got you a camo-colored one. Oh, amazing. <laughs> oh, that's that. disgusting. You want me to stand it up and show you how it works? Yeah, that's, do it. That's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> got to go. Put it on. Yeah. Look. It looks like a... It looks like a... It looks like... Like the boom boom room. <laughs> That's the boom boom room with a pointer. That's disgusting. It looks like you took the Tin Man's nose and you put it in your private. It's like a funnel that got smashed in half a little. And then bit. you can wash it and reuse it. <laughs> yes, you can. I love these gifts. They're awesome. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. That, and that was the one that you brought, right, Andy? That's the one Andy brought. I feel terrible about you my iPhone. Well, you I, know what? You're really going to hate yours, and that's going to make me so okay, happy. I'm number three. Yeah. I'm going to explain, though, how you can use this. <laughs> that's great. For the person who's on her 10th year of sobriety. Let me explain how this is going to work. Well, my present. <laughs> but I... Oh, is a pong head a beer pong hat game? Yes. It's inflatable, <laughs> so I can wear it on my head and people play pong. Yes. Beer pong. And see, here's the thing. This way, you won't just be the boring one in the corner at the party. Right. Now, you can be, you can wear the, they'll come over to you to get their alcohol. Tailgating. You don't have to drink it. Tailgating and college approved. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Abstinence doesn't always have to be boring. No. Well. With the pong hat. Look at that. Yeah. It's gigantic. <laughs> Good God. It's a pong. Oh, my God. I must admit that's very fun. Oh, it's got. Yeah. Many... Blow it up. Yeah. While Janice blows up her, her beer pong hat. Yeah. Uh, who's four? I'm number four. Okay. I have a brown paper bag with pink polka dots and gold polka dots all over it. Oh, I feel dizzy. Uh, it's wrapping paper. Oh, my God. I feel <laughs> terrible about the damn iPhone you case should. That you hate. I hate it. I thought you'd be so happy. Oh, my God. V What's that? Vegetti? Vegetti. It. This is a... Uh, Not another vagina. Perfect delicious, pasta, perfect delicious pasta without the carbs. Makes veggies into spaghetti. Vaghetti. So you shred your vegetables into spaghetti. Oh. oh. I hate that one. <laughs> I hate that one, too. I don't really eat many vegetables. You know, the only one she's liked so far is the one that she bought. I know. It's so that difficult. is terrible. Why? I'll trade for it. I like it. I think that's really cool. Maybe it'll make it more I was so excited like thinking they were like vagina-shaped pasta. Weren't you? Yeah, I did. I did. I thought it was going to be genitalia pasta. Yeah. I've seen penis pasta. Mm -hmm. Right, which is why I got my hopes up. And uh, all right, Autumn needs a microphone here. Oh, sorry, Autumn. Well, all right, okay. so mine is in a uh, pink oh, I'm so disappointed. birthday bag okay. with a flower on it. Oh, God. <laughs> ooh, ooh. What'd you get? What'd you get? Oh, this is awesome. Happy holidays. It's one of the disposable cameras that when you take the pictures, it puts the little, it has little emojis like already in the film when it develops. That's oh, interesting. that's cool. Of like now, Christmas theme. So it looks like. Look how happy Jake is. There's, no, because there's a part two to this. Oh. I figured that it could, you know, it could be your gift, but it could also be, I figured maybe we could take a few photos and that would be our show's holiday card. And I will go and process the film and I will make a photo album. When you're done with the camera, but I think we should, you know, Aww, with all of our gifts, take cutest. some pictures. Make sure you get a close up of Andy yes. with her pointed crotch. We used to have like fake poop to hang over the toilet and like <laughs> farts heard around the world books. And you guys just sh the bed on this one. This is actually a really nice, sweet little present. What do you mean? Spaghetti? She's just pissed because she hates my gift. She hates it with a passion. I don't even know where it is. It's outside somewhere. And I thought <laughs> she'd be so. I thought is. she would think it was so cool because it was from the wall. I don't even have this phone. 
You love The Walking Dead. You love that show. I'm not going to put a bunch of gross zombie hands and a cheap plastic skin on my $1,000 phone. You know what? Shame on you. I just, I would like to say. Oh, are we still on? That (laughs) I couldn't be more disappointed in all of you. Except for Andy, whose gift was awesome. Jill, you did great this year. I'm impressed with your presence. You yeah. know, no, you did. But I, 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 well, look at she's crying. I hated you mine. guys. She's crying. I hated mine. I hated Autumn's. And Autumn told me that she did so good. You mean you hate? I love mine. The, it's the, the vagina Getty. It's vagina Getty. Getty. No, it's not vagina Getty. That's well, the problem. It takes a zucchini and it makes pasta. Wellness, health and wellness. I'm trying to promote. <laughs> Look at Autumn's head. All right. I am so. If this is a sign for things to come, I'm afraid of what 2015 has to bring. Look at you feeling strongly about our ah. gifts. I'm not. I love my gift. I love my gifts. I'm going to read this in the car. Tone when you bone? Like, yeah. And it goes through each of the sexual positions and the muscles that they work in the body. Maybe we should read from it. Maybe we should come back and, All right. and read a few sections All right, sections that's good. Andy, pick Why don't I excerpt. try some and then I'll report back? I think you need to give us an excerpt or two right now. Yeah, an excerpt. Well, number 44 is one of my favorites so far, the earmuff pull-up. She pulls herself up and drapes her legs on his shoulders with his tongue working her girl parts. Whoa. She does weight-supported pull-ups. It works core, quads, glutes, hamstrings, calves, arms, <laughs> upper back, core, shoulders, and chest. Can you understand. maybe put a warning at the beginning of this for any children that... Is there okay. a picture, like a diagram? Yes, there is, Autumn. Oh. 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 Yes, wow. there is. She's pulling him up? No, no, she pulls herself up in which to generate her motion. But who's got a chin-up oh. bar in their room? Or you, you do this at the gym, maybe. Wow. <laughs> Read another one. I'm, I'm kind of interested. All right, one more. Oh, I bet you are. You know what? You know what I'm going to do with my Walking Dead cheap iPhone case? I'm going to wipe my butt with it. <laughs> Somebody's grouchy. Oh, there's the iPhone case. It's so terrible. <laughs> Autumn is... All right. You got another? Yes. The ball bouncer built for two. He lowers his bum down into a balanced stance on the yoga ball. She straddles him and uses his to aid her imbalance. He leans back and flexes his glutes while she tries to shock his chakras. Oh, whoa. That's That's crazy. That's that's even the next page. Wow. It works core, back, hamstrings, quads, glutes. Oh, it works everything. Who's I love the, the diagram with the muscles highlighted, highlighted, like muscles engaged. My book is highlighted. A, my stuff is genius. It's, it's genius. It's genius. Yeah. That, um, I must admit, that book is, look at Jake. He's he's looking at it going, done it. Done yeah. that. Done it. <laughs> I wrote the book. I wrote... Okay. Fine, one well more, done. Andy. One more. Just, well just makes, done. Make me she just doesn't more. want you to walk out with it. I just find it's titillating. The pile driver. Ooh. Ooh. Lying on her back, she raises herself up by placing her heels onto his shoulders. Co-ed naked wrestling is a fantastic aerobic workout. Let me see the picture. Let me see the picture. Let me see the picture. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Holy He's even smoke. wearing a luchador mask. He's wearing a luchador mask. What's a luchador tops? mask? Uh, Mexican wrestling? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Didn't see you see that, that Jack Black movie? Mm-hmm. I want to see it one more time, the picture. So you can God, see as demonstrated, long... it works core, arms, and back. Yes, I should say. I'm just disgusted. I'm not even amused by my own gift. Probably because I read it already before wrapping it. But I have to say, <laughs> you guys are a bunch of freaking deadbeats. Everyone but Andy, who brought the best gift here. Which was yours. She didn't know. She's innocent in all of this. I'm innocent. Well, is this the end of the show? This is happy holidays, everybody. From the I hope I hope your holiday's better than mine was today. Well go get you something you like. No. <laughs> no. No, you won't. No, you won't. won't. Really, Autumn? Okay. Well, she won't. You won't. No, I'll find you something. I'll no, mail, no one mail ever it does. to you. No, no one ever does. 
Oh my, listen, I knew that was coming. No one ever does. You got, you know what? They don't. This goes so far back in your childhood. I can't even begin watching you talk with your inflated pong hat on. I'm just saying every year when we do secret Santa, you go into some kind of deep, deep past. And I know it. You get almost teary. When it comes time for the gifts. And I've noticed this in the uh, last, last year. Last year, I got a pooping reindeer keychain, and I was happy. I no, was happy. No, but do, do, I got Santa in an outhouse that my kids still play with to this day. It brings tremendous joy. <laughs> it's I just, the gift that keeps on giving. This year, I got a cheap piece of plastic that, shame on you, was clearly made in China after you went on and on about only buying things in the U.S. or Canada with a picture of rotting hands on it that says The Walking Dead for a phone I don't even own. Well, all I'm saying is I think you've got some real issues around this, and I think we should heal them. You've got some kind of things where people never buy, people never come through for you. I don't feel known. I don't feel known. That's what it is. You don't feel known. No, I don't. It's true. Do you not think this is a this is a huge thing every year? It's I know the same her, thing. and yeah. she's gonna love my gifts this year. I know. Yeah, and you're gonna love mine. No, I know it. You know what? You both can kiss my yeah, rosy in fact, red ass. I'm so excited to give it to you because I know you're gonna love it. I know it. Well, I, I know it. I know her, and I know you, and I know you. This. I think it's interesting that all of the secret Santa gifts. Although we're each supposed to pick one, now we're supposed to revolve around whether Jill would like them. Ex- exactly. Ooh. So we really? should have really? all. Jake, do you like your Vigetti maker? You like it, Jake? I'm not the biggest fan. I no, he thinks it sucks. Like white it elephant. sucks. He thinks it sucks. Of course, Andy likes hers. <laughs> you know what? Watch. Here's your iPhone thing. Here, watch. <gasps> Don't you dare. See, I'm telling you. you Indestructible. Know what? It's she's spoiled, rotten. Something's. It, oh see, my God! It didn't break. Give me that thing. I'm take it back to the store. <laughs> it wants its three dollars back. It was nine ninety nine. listening to comedy try watching it on the internet the folks behind the sideshow network have launched a new youtube channel called wait for it it's got interviews with comedians like reggie watts todd glass liza schleichinger slicing driving friends with her for 10 years one of the funniest people out there and i still have a hard time with the last name liza our very own owen benjamin that's me takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more you don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. <laughs>